Hang on one second. My alarm's going off, and I don't know where it is. Oh, I thought it was some nice wind chimes or... <laughs> no, please edit that nice... out. No, it's an ambient background noise. We're one of those highly produced <laughs> podcasts now. You're listening to the CXMH Podcast. CXMH is a podcast at the intersection of faith and mental health. Hey, welcome back to the show. My name is Robert Vohr. I'm one of your hosts, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Dr. Holly Oxhandler. Hey, Holly. Hey, Robert. How are you doing? I I am well. I am well, and I am excited to be here with you, and we are moving into season six. Holy Mm -hmm. moly, we're here. Yeah, I was about to say welcome to season six in the the show doc. I have welcome to season six in like giant font over here. That's amazing. Uh, uh, We're so excited to be back and kicking off season six here on CXMH. Holly, I know we're going to talk a little bit about... You know, we took a break and we do that every summer so we can kind of have a conversation around, hey, we've set this down for a bit. We're coming at it fresh. What do we want it to be? All of that. So um, for for any new folks or or recent, you know, people that have have joined us more recently, uh, we'll touch briefly on uh, what we're trying to do, what the show is, all that type of stuff. But I am curious, you know, the last time that we recorded our like farewell season five episode Mm -hmm. was May 24th, right? So what what meaningful things have happened in the Oxhandler household over the summer? Oh, friend, I feel like that was a year (laughs) ago. (laughs) Like that that was three months ago from the moment of us recording this. And that feels like a very long time ago. But I'm happy to say that there have been some meaningful things that have been happening in the Oxhandler home. So that's good. We, let's see, over the summer, we got to go on vacation as a family to Hilton Head, and that was so good to, you know, just get out and um, just do something that our family uh, loves to do each summer and uh, just to get out together, I guess, after so much that we've navigated individually and collectively. Um, So that was, that was good. We had, well, I've now, I mean, now the cat's out of the bag where I can finally tell folks, I know we were hinting at it towards the end of season five, but I have a book coming out uh, in January. Yay. And the book is called The Soul of the Helper, Seven Ways to Seeing, I'm sorry, Seven Stages to Seeing the Sacred Within Yourself so you can see it in others. Um, Mm -hmm. So that is fun. So this book, so I was able to announce it this summer that that that's coming out and have been working quite a bit through the summer for, you know, getting the edits done and just getting it ready to launch. And so that's been so fun leaning into that process. And then the kids have been great. They, you know, we've, we've done a lot of fun things with them this summer and safe ways um, Corey's been doing well. Oh, and then I got to do, man, I had this really neat opportunity to get to talk with um, the Council on Social Work Education this summer about the role of religion and spirituality in social work education. So we had yeah. a we had a two-week summit this summer um, with a, a bunch of 
folks, thought leaders and educators who are kind of interested in this topic. And um, and we got to, to lead some discussions on that. So that was fun. But I will say this summer was full. Like it was a full summer in the Oxhandler home for sure. Yeah. 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 So what about y'all? Like, tell me, I mean, I know y'all had some, some happenings this summer too in the war home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say essentially the, the main thing obviously was having the arrival of our, our second child. So adjusting to that and obviously keeping everyone uh, healthy and all of that um, has been, has been really fun and exciting and also hard as, as children mm. are. Um, so that's been really cool watching kind of the whole family system adjust to that has been uh, cool and figuring that out obviously has been its own challenge. So um, all of that is, is fun and going well. And that's, that's like the main thing I did. I've thought multiple times about our farewell episode and we were like what are we reading this summer and i was like here's oh my like gosh. six seven oh books that gosh. i'm gonna read oh my and gosh. i was like what was <laughs> i thinking like i've literally i've had a kid before what was mm-hmm. i thinking saying but i was just giving shout outs to books so i read no none of those um so we'll just not check in uh on oh. that uh which is fine um oh, but yeah friend. it's been it's been fun and then you know, just adjusting to all that and obviously like the joys of having a second child and um, she's doing great and all of that. So it's been, yeah, that's obviously kind of the the biggest thing. Yeah. Well, and that is a very big thing. I will tell you, I'm, I'm laughing so hard. Well, first of all, Brennan is adorable, by the way, y'all. Um, I have loved getting little photos and videos and updates. Um, she is just precious. And seeing how her and Gray have been interacting has just been, oh my gosh, I love it so much. But you, I was laughing so hard when you mentioned about the books because I actually had that in my little quick note that I put together for today's discussion that, you know, books, I I too had, you know, big aspirations for books I'd be reading this summer. And yet, you know, for better, for worse, they just didn't, they, they did not all get read. So, you know, yeah. that's okay. That's all right. You just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, I will, yeah. uh, I will, obviously we, we will mention that, uh, some harder things have happened this summer as well. Obviously mm-hmm. lots in the world, but then also, uh, you and I both along with lots of other people that we know uh, walking through uh, grief of losing a dear friend. Um, Obviously, Steve Austin, Mm -hmm. most listeners will know, who started the show with me. Um, We lost him earlier on in the summer um, and and navigating that individually and then also kind of together, you and I, and uh, with with our Mm -hmm. dear friend Sarah and, you know, all of that type of stuff. Um, We're not going to, I don't think, like park on that too much uh, just in the sake of like, our, our processing uh, and maybe yeah. in, in the age of like social media, this is like a, an interesting thing to at least say to our audience, but like all of our processing doesn't have to be public. Right. And That's so right. navigating a lot of that privately and like with, with other people, not in public spaces. Yeah. I think That's is probably right. the, the healthiest way to go about that. But um, we, we do know that in uh, like right after this, episode comes out um his Mm -hmm. his book will launch um hiding in the pews so we will put a link to that we can continue to order that pre-order that all of that um and also we'll put the link to the gofundme for his family as well that is still going um so just trying to make sure that we 
do our part to take care of, of Lindsay and the kids as well. Um, but yeah. obviously it wouldn't feel right to kind of not, not mention that in an episode recapping this summer. Um, yeah. But, you know, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I really appreciate how, um, you unpack that. I mean, you're right that these uh, that this particular grief has been difficult for us, and and processing that with one another and with uh, trusted individuals that are within our close circles has been um, so important this summer and as we move into this fall, and especially through the launch um, and what's coming forward. I appreciated that you mentioned about that GoFundMe. I know they are still gathering support to help Lindsay and the kids. Any ways that our listeners can um, continue to support um, through that GoFundMe, I think would be much appreciated. So uh, we, we really want to just amplify them, especially, um, but name the grief because that's absolutely been part of the summer and it's not something to ignore. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you had some, do you have some questions or do you want me to? I do. I yeah. yeah. Well, I, I did have the question about the books, which I know we talked about that both you and I, <laughs> that was Whoops. just, that, yep. that's okay. It's they are okay. all, listen, they're all still right behind me on this cool yep. color coordinated bookcase. And I'm super pumped to read all of them. I'm still yep. excited about them. That's um, right. And, you know, we'll get to them. As soon as we can. Sometime here. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I did start reading um, Hillary McBride's book, The Wisdom of Your Body, um, mm-hmm. that uh, is, you know, going to be coming out this fall. And that one has been, I mean, I just started reading it like a few nights ago. And and that one, I'm, I'm really excited to um, for that to launch out. And hopefully we'll have a chance to chat with her this fall. Um, yeah. So listeners, stay tuned on that one. But yeah, yeah I mean, books... We're, yeah, we're catching up. I would. So one of the questions that I had for you is what is something that you learned about yourself this summer? I don't know. I think it's it's been interesting uh, having a, a second child. And I, I, this whole episode is essentially going to be about that because that obviously has shifted all of, all of mm-hmm. um, my life for the last however, two months here. I think it's been interesting how, uh, how much less overwhelming that felt just having gone through it before and feeling maybe a little less like, oh my gosh, what do we do with this tiny child? Um, mm. This like small human. Um, and I know that's not everybody's experience, but I think uh, for us, it felt less overwhelming in some ways. But then having having a, a three-year-old also who has a bunch of needs and who wants to play and things like that, I think it's interesting to kind of contrast the like constancy of having two children um, uh-huh. versus maybe the like freshness and overwhelmingness of having one child maybe um, mm-hmm. just in the sense of like, okay, it seems less overwhelming to like care for a, a small life, but then also like when she goes down for a nap, then Gray still wants to play and like vice versa. Like they don't time their naps together. Um, yeah. And I think, of course not. Uh, right. Yeah. And I, yeah. I think that's been interesting to see like, okay, that, that type of stress is maybe a different type of stress that like lands in me a little differently, expresses itself a little differently. Um, and so trying to kind of figure out what that looks like, how to navigate some of that, how to express that healthily, like between Brooke and I of like, how do mm-hmm. we, how do we get breaks in here each when there's no break you know like things like that yeah has been has been interesting I think it's just a different type of maybe stress and pressure and things like that which I mean we we've talked about on the show just change equals stress anyway Mm -hmm. Um, but then obviously like adding adding a a whole nother 
child and things. So I don't know. That's definitely been interesting just in, in like how do we stay healthy? And I think coming into it, I think we talked about this. I might've cut it out of our like heading into the summer one, um, thinking through, okay, what, what happened last time when we had a newborn and what, what did we learn from that that we can do differently this time in terms of keeping ourselves healthy individually as a, a couple, right? Like, um, are there things that we want to do more of, do less of, like that, those types of things. And mm-hmm. it's always, as with anything, it's all experimentation. There's no like, we've, we solved it, right? Um, it's all right. experimentation yeah. that works in different seasons, different contexts, um, different days even. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I didn't, there's no like solid answer in there, but I think it's definitely been interesting <laughs> having a tendency towards like self-reflection yeah just based on the work obviously that we do right and then being in that type of spot I think is always a really interesting like because there, there there is kind of that added element of self-reflection of like okay I talk about prioritizing rest with my clients and on the show like how do I do that for myself like how do I you know yeah um but then also just the realities of caring for kids right like yeah it's not like okay let me just leave you know so yeah, I don't know. It's been it's been interesting. Yeah, no, I mean it's it is it is complex and it's complicated and and you're right. Like that self reflection, a lot of the things that we talk about on the show, like those things ebb and flow based on different seasons of life and different needs and circumstances that we're going through. And I mean, I think just being mindful of that and extending grace for yourself and and. Brooke and, you know, and Gray and how each of y'all are adapting to the changes. I think, I mean, I think that makes sense. Yeah. What about you? Did you learn anything about yourself this, this summer? (laughs) So this is one of those questions that like, I wrote it down, ready to ask you, but like, did not think about. um... Mm -hmm. (laughs) So um, I think for me, what became what I became increasingly aware of is is focused on like how much all of this is a marathon and not a sprint. And I think the ways that I've moved through academia and the ways that I've had to um, navigate academia and like the tenure track and, you know, some of the things that I actually write about in the book really kind of became more apparent to me this summer in recognizing that this really is a marathon that, you know, we have to pace ourselves to the best of our ability, recognizing that, you know, as you were just mentioning, like there are seasons that that's going to ebb and flow and the ways that we can care for ourselves will ebb and flow and what we're able to do and, and, and what others need around us. Um, all that may change, but just having a longer term perspective, I think is one thing that shifted a little bit in me this summer. So I think there's that. The other thing that I would probably note too, is that I I really, really love to write. And I know that I've talked about that on the show when it comes to research-related writing, but I really have learned this summer that the type of writing that is in this forthcoming book, it really did change me. And the process and the practice of showing up each morning to write and see what shows up, it changed me. And and so when I shifted into the editing part of the process, I wasn't able to do as much of the, you know, the more organic writing that I needed earlier on in this book. And I have definitely missed that. So I am looking forward to like moving through the rest of these edits and then kind of going back into some of the more organic writing, 
hopefully in the coming months. So yeah, those are a couple of things that yeah. became yeah. more apparent to me this summer than perhaps yeah. in the past. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Both those are so useful and like helpful for you to know moving forwards. And obviously you talked about that writing changing you. That means that then you're like a different person moving forwards and things like that. And so I love that. Such a good question. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, <laughs> I have another one for you. I actually have two more. Okay. Can we do okay. that? Yeah. So I want to hear what is this fall looking like for you? Like when you think about this upcoming fall, what is that looking like for you? Or what are you excited about? Like setting aside CXMH stuff, like just in general, what are you looking forward to moving into the fall? Yeah, I think, um, gosh, I think a lot of things. I know I've I've talked about it on the show probably once a year, actually, um, that the fall is like my favorite, like now until the end of the year is like my favorite chunk of time, right? Um, I love football mm-hmm. season just for gathering and things like that obviously gathering still looks a little different than we would like it to as it has the past you know whatever two years here one year i guess you know whatever yeah. however long <laughs> year and a half. relevant <laughs> mm-hmm. in this time loop we're in um but then i love like halloween i love kind of the crispness of fall and dressing in layers i love you know not being super sweaty and gross when i go to the mailbox which mm-hmm. it's georgia so like literally you go to the mailbox and then want to shower most of the summer. I love Thanksgiving. I love Christmas time. Like all of that. I just, I really love. And obviously last year was not the version of those that there was a lot happening with mm-hmm. those, the parts that I loved. Um, yeah. And obviously this year that, that still will be true, but hopefully a little bit more sense of maybe normalcy or gathering in groups of people that are vaccinated or, you know, whatever it is, whereas maybe last year it was kind of just nothing, um, no gathering, you know, trying to make sure we keep everyone safe. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I'm excited to transition back into some, again, a little bit of normalcy as uh, Brooke's maternity leave ends and things like that in a little bit here. Um, And so we'll kind of get back in the flow of like some rhythms as opposed to kind of we're both just home with a baby and there's Mm. everything's kind of up in the air which Mm -hmm. has also been you know there's been a lot of good parts of that and I'm super thankful that we're able to do that but it does sometimes make you feel a little bit like floating through the abyss um, as opposed to like I get up and I go to work and I'm like a functioning person Um, so getting back into some of that and hopefully a little bit more launching back into some of the creative type things I did I deactivated my Twitter account partway, like a little Mm -hmm. bit ago, right? Mm -hmm. Partially not for any like, you know, stepping away from social media necessarily, like not that kind of thing, but it was, it was actually right after you and I had the conversation where, you know, we step away. I mentioned this a little bit ago. We step away from the the show for the summer and then we have, you know, late July, early August, uh, I think we did it mid-August, maybe this time, we have a, a phone conversation where we say, uh-huh. Hey, coming at this fresh, what what is what are we trying to do? Like, what do we want the show to be if it doesn't have to be anything? It doesn't have to have the same format. It doesn't, you know, what do we want this to do and how are we serving those purposes? Right. And I think for me, I that's what I've been trying to do with that time away from social media was less about like, you know, oh, take some time off to for me to get healthy and things like that, which I, I'm, I fully support people doing that. For me, that wasn't necessarily the case. I was just thinking, hey, what what does it look like to step away from that entirely and to 
come back to it at some point with with a, a clearly defined like what am I trying to do here? Like what's the goal mm-hmm. of this for me? What what's my purpose in using these platforms? So coming back to uh, social media spaces, Instagram spaces where I'm like doing some creative things, some coming back to writing because I haven't done any of that in the past handful of months, which is fine. Which is very okay. That's right. Yeah. Right. Like you've had some other things to be focusing on for sure. Yeah. So I think my goal at least is to come back to a lot of that with a sense of maybe feeling refreshed and like a a really intentional purpose. We'll see uh, how clearly that that works out, but that's kind of my hope. And with that, be like excited about those things as opposed to like, well, I'll just keep doing, you know, but we'll we'll see how those, we'll see. I'll keep you posted about about how well that that actually works. No, I I wholly support you. And I, I mean, I really appreciate you sharing about that because I mean, I know, I know that those who've been listening to the show for a long time might remember that there have been seasons on the show where, remember, like we would say, like, you can only connect with me on Twitter because I was off everything else, or you could only connect with me through my website. And that was it because I wasn't on social media and finding, and, and we need to step away from those spaces, I think at times, um, depending on what's happening around us, but but also so that we can, for our own selves, step away and then come back with a, a fresh perspective on, you know, what are we doing in this space to serve others? Um, if that's our focus of, of why we're showing up right. in it, which yeah. I know for you and I, that is really the heartbeat of, you know, of, of why we're in those spaces. And and similarly, I've been much, much quieter this since this summer on social media um, for very similar reasons. I know I'll be more active in the coming uh, weeks and months, but but needed to step away for a bit just to focus my attention on some other things at the moment. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Are you, uh, I'm going to, I don't know if you meant for me to turn all these around, but that's how it goes. <laughs> what are you excited about going into the, heading into the fall here? Yeah, well, yes, and I, I did it. I wasn't thinking about them being flipped. I just like quickly sketched them out like, oh, that would be a good question for it's season you know, six. Austin. You'd think that I know we, we would start recognizing now, this, but the both yeah, of us. Just, the, yeah. yeah, we both do this. Um, so what the fall is looking like for me, um, I mean, similarly, I'm really excited for cooler weather. You know, we're in Texas, and so, gosh, we are always ready for cooler weather and, you know, all things pumpkins and just the fall, the leaves, you know, getting back into a rhythm of things. I know our kids are, well, actually, this is a really big shift. I don't know why I hadn't thought about this before, but our kids are back in person. They're doing in-person school, whereas, you know, Callie did virtual uh, third grade all last year and Oliver did a virtual pre-K for most of the year. And then he went back in person just towards the end. And so we're living into some of that shift um, with them and um, navigating in person and, and being safe and finding ways to support and encourage our teachers who are helping to protect our kids and help them be safe from this, from COVID and, you know, recognizing that, that both kiddos are, are younger than the vaccination like the approved age for getting the vaccine. And so, so we're navigating that within our community, but so I'm hopeful and I'm looking forward to, you know, hopefully the kids, you know, having a, a safer fall and, um, 
you know, and, and, and I will say too, not just the teachers, how grateful I am for them and all that they're doing to keep our kids safe, but I also really want to take a quick second to thank all of our healthcare providers who are doing so much. I know that in Texas, a lot of the hospitals are very full, if not, you know, overwhelmed right now. And so I just want to thank our healthcare providers, our doctors, our nurses, our healthcare staff who are doing so much. I see it and I really, really appreciate everything y'all are doing. And our mental health care providers who are helping folks through the trauma and um, the fear and just so much these days. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I really want to elevate them. But I mean, otherwise, I know the fall, like I'm teaching this semester, I've got a great group of doctoral students that I'm teaching quantitative research which is all like surveys and any kind of mm-hmm, research mm-hmm. that involves like numbers and things like that. So um, so we're doing that this semester. And I've got a research grant that we recently received alongside some previous guests that we've had on the show. So uh, Joseph Courier and uh, Cassandra Vieden and Ken Pargament and Michelle Pierce, they're all, and Jesse Fox, they're all on this grant with me alongside a couple other colleagues. So that's been fun um, launching that. And then moving into figuring out launching this book and all that, you know, figuring out that process. Like, you know, we have so many guests come on the show who are launching books and I love learning from them and what that process is like. And I'm finding going through it myself that it is such a different process than I had expected. And so I'm really grateful for the ways that I've gotten to learn from our guests over the years and I'm I'm trying to lean into some of... yeah what I've learned, I guess, as we move forward. So it is, it feels like a full fall, but going back to what I mentioned about something I learned this summer and that focus on it being a marathon and not a sprint, I'm really grateful to have picked up some of that understanding as we move into this fall because it's full, but I, but time is fixed, right? Like I can't get any more hours in the day. So how I use that time is going to be really important moving into the fall. Yeah. So, and even maybe yeah. even more important than pure time is just capacity, right? I know yes, we've talked about the, kind of yes, the spoons metaphor. Yes. But yes. Like, yes. Know, Energy. You could do whatever you want with the time, but yeah, the, right. Yeah, your your mental capacity, physical, you know, all that. Yeah. Right. And then making sure that I am present to the those who need me most, including my family. You know, if I'm just spending all my time on work, I'm going to miss out on that precious time with my kids and my husband. And so finding those boundaries to make sure I'm protecting that time with my family is, and my friends is really, really important and yeah. taking care of myself too. So yeah. yeah, it's, I mean, like you were saying, it's a, it's a process. It's a never ending, you know, curious process, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll also, I'll toss a, a plug in there to go pre-order your book. Uh, it is Aww. available for pre-order. In fact, I, I just went and looked it up. Um, I think I claim the title here publicly of first person. I pre-ordered your book on May 27th when there wasn't even a cover or anything on it yet. So that's right. Uh, I claim that, that I did that first. Um, but well, I mean, I'm people gonna, can go. I, I was going to say, outside of Veep, I got mine on the 26th, and I texted you as soon as I, I, I purchased it. But you were the mm, first person outside of yeah, Veep getting it. Yeah, I don't count. Yeah. yeah. 
No offense. Thank um, you. It's your Whatever. Right. Uh, no, but anyway, we'll put that we'll put that you link do. obviously in the show notes, and everybody can go pre-order that. Uh, one of the things that that maybe isn't like super common knowledge about book launches is that pre-orders really really matter. Um, yes. They kind of boost the the number of sales, and you know, obviously, uh, bookstores can see the excitement of pre-sales, which then leads them to you know continue purchasing more and things like that. So um, we'll toss yeah. a link in there um, for people to go go do that. Ah, thank you, friend. I really appreciate yeah. that. And I appreciate all of our listeners who um, I know many have already reached out that they've pre-ordered or shared the link or whatever else. I just really appreciate you. And um, and I know we'll get to talk about this book more into the semester, but um, but I yeah, we'll really, see if the, really we'll hope. We'll see if our scheduling works to have you on. Yeah, on right. Desk, I, see. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know we'll have to see. But um, no, but really, I hope, I hope this book serves the reader really well, um, in the good healing work that they do. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Last question. All right. Ready? Okay. Yep. What are you most excited about going into season six and, or what are, or what is your hope moving into season six? Yeah, that's actually, we'll kind of merge it with my other question because I had kind of the backwards facing question of what meaningful things happened over the summer. And then my kind of forwards facing question was coming to CXMH fresh here. Oh, yeah, that's right. About I having see that it now. Conversation. <laughs> What's yep. our goal for the show, right? So I think we can kind of Perfect. merge those. Yeah, I'm excited just to be back, kind of like I was talking about with some of the creative stuff, right? Part of what I love about taking the the summer off and, and so long off is that literally I was just thinking as we were getting ready to record, man, I can't wait to have this conversation. I'm even a little bit excited about editing, yeah. which editing oh my uh, ends up being the part that I don't like the most about it, right? So like I'm, I miss mm-hmm. that. Um, and then obviously having all the conversations, we get to kind of start with a fresh brainstorming document. And we obviously, mm-hmm. we roll over all the people that we didn't end up talking to in the last handful of seasons, but we kind of say, okay, let's brainstorm who we want to talk to. And so um, having some really awesome people on that list that we're excited to talk about, some some important topics, things like that. Um, I'm just excited to, to get back into it and be able to continue to make something that, that we believe can help bridge these two kind of silos of like faith, and mental health, mm-hmm. right? Because obviously here on on this show, we don't think those are two separate things, but obviously they often are treated as kind of two different things, right? And so uh, kind of bridging that gap yeah. of saying, how do we help faith leaders feel more confident about addressing mental health or having those conversations or, you know, kind of demystifying some of that, uh, I know is kind of my main uh, goal most of the mm-hmm. time. And then from mm-hmm. your side, the flip side of the coin is like, hey, health, mental health care providers, we can't just be ignoring people's faith lives and spiritual lives. Right. And so um, trying to say, how do we how do we continue uh, building onto that bridge on top of all all the, you know, the past five seasons that, that we've done and meeting mm-hmm. people and having conversations and asking the questions that we think will be helpful and, and all of that type of stuff and hearing you know, kind of getting plugged back into the the CXMH community of listeners and supporters and yeah. all the folks that that do listen regularly and send us, you know, hey, I loved this. I used it here in this ministry. I used it here. It was so helpful. Um, those are always like so, so encouraging to hear. And so just excited about, about being back and mm. talking to you at least once a week, once, twice a week again. So I um, know, me too. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Yeah, I, I mean, so much of what you've already shared is exactly how 
is exactly where my heart is moving into this season. I mean, I, I do love that we take that time off. I think there's, a, I mean, we talk about it at the last episode of each season. There's a lot of good reasons for us taking time off. Um, it really helps with the sustainability of the show overall, but it definitely helps too so that when we do launch back in, it's like we have this fresh perspective, this excitement, this energy. We have new voices that we're bringing to the table that we haven't had in the past. Sometimes we have some returning guests who have new content or ideas to share. And so I'm, you know, I'm really excited a, to be continuing to build that bridge that you just mentioned around the intersection mm-hmm. of faith and mental health with regard yeah. to uh, supporting faith leaders at this intersection, supporting mental health care providers at this intersection, but then also the everyday person who is navigating this intersection within their own lives, or they have a loved one who is navigating this intersection. Um so I really, I'm really excited about that. I'm excited about the ways that we, you know, some of the guests that I know we've been brainstorming and thinking about and reaching out to, um, you know, they're not always squarely at this intersection. We'll find yeah. someone who is talking about some aspect of it or some element of it, or maybe they're more focused on faith and some other area of life that you know, somehow connects to, to mental health, but a little bit more loosely, or it's more focused on the mental health and the faith side is a little bit more loosely held, but still just building this bridge out to help others is just such a gift. I mean, I really love that we, that we get to have these, these conversations that you and I get the, the front row seats to these conversations. Um, I love the, the questions and the recommendations that our listeners get to offer us and the engagement with our listeners. And, and then personally, I just love learning from our, our guests. Like, I think we've talked about this on the show before, but I always feel like whenever we finish a season, I can look back and be like, I, I really integrated or adopted some of the practices from this guest or that guest or that person's book, like fundamentally changed me or, or whatever it is. So I'm just, I'm excited for, for those unexpected layers to unfold that you know, yeah. we can't necessarily plan for, but we can just pull up the chair and listen to someone talk and get to learn from them. And that's what yeah. I'm looking forward to. So, Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. So anyway, so we've, we've got a, a great season ahead. I mean, our guests that we have lined up, I mean, a number of them have already agreed and are scheduled and I'm sure by the time this launches, we'll have many, many more. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm looking forward to that and yeah, just looking forward to another season with you, Robert. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're excited as we launch in. Make sure that you are subscribed wherever you get your podcasts, or you could subscribe in a couple different places. Why not? Uh, just to have some <laughs> options and, you know, whatever. Uh, you're welcome to leave us reviews. That would be awesome on Apple Podcasts or, or wherever else. You can connect with the show, obviously, at cxmhpodcast.com or on any social media at cxmhpodcast. You can connect with Holly at hollyoxhandler.com or on any social media at hollyoxhandler. You can connect with me at robert-vore.com or on any social media at Robert Vore. Holly, thanks for chatting with me today. Uh, any of course. Closing thoughts. 
Oh man, no, I'm just, I'm excited to be back. Here we go, season six. Yeah, all right. All right, have a good day, y'all. Thanks for listening to the CXMH podcast. Want to score some major brownie points? Leave us five stars and an honest review on iTunes. Follow us on social media at CXMH Podcast and email us with questions, comments, and interview requests at CXMH Podcast at gmail.com.